episode four of the Open Conversation podcast. So I've been really looking forward to recording this podcast. Um, it's going to be a little triggering for some people, um, but I believe that our triggers are there for us. And if we can build enough courage and confidence in ourselves to be able to sit with our triggers and actually get curious about them rather than just projecting them. This is how we actually start to move forward and essentially take back our power instead of you know, going through our daily lives, being very reactive due to our triggers. So like I said, this may be triggering this podcast, but this is for you. Now, I just want to preface this with, um, I'm actually going against one of my fundamental rules. Um, and I actually hate rules anyway, but <laughs> I do have a couple that I live by or, or at the very least try to live by. And one of them is to not use labels to define someone because Firstly, we're so much more than a fucking label. Like humans are nuanced, we are complex, we cannot and should not be squeezed into a box and, you know, labelled, right, you are this, this is who you are and, you know, define people in a a very kind of black or white paradigm. I fucking hate labels. But for the purpose of this podcast, I will be using a label. Um, so I wrote a post the other day um, and it was in regards to a narcissist. And I'm just going to read you the post. Just a little reminder that a narcissist is not a bad person. A narcissist is a human being who is traumatized and believe that they are unlovable. Narcissism is a trauma response. Again, this is a case of hurt people hurt people. I am not dismissing the pain you have experienced dealing with a narcissist. Instead, what I'm shining a light on is that these people deserve love just as much as any of us. Obviously, you don't have to be one of them. Obviously, you don't have to be the one to love them. But they are still worthy of love like every human being. P.S. Let's stop labelling everyone that has hurt you as a narcissist. Now, I wrote that post four days ago and it got some um, comments that were like really in favour of the post and, and loved it. And it also got some comments um, that were quite heavily against it. And um, again, like... 
I I love anything that sparks a debate and a conversation. <laughs> Just look at the title of my podcast, the Open Conversation Podcast, because I believe it's very important that we open up conversations that um, are taboo or just, you know, a lot of us are scared to open up. So, yeah, th there were some comments that were for my post and comments that were against my post. And I just wanted to record a podcast um, explaining uh, my thought processes behind that post. And why, actually, why I believe that seeing uh, quote-unquote narcissists in that way, um, you know, actually humanising them, will be the most empowering thing we can do. So, first of all, a narcissist is basically someone that has zero empathy for others and believes that the whole world revolves around them. Now, I want you to understand that everything, every behaviour, every, every expression of ourselves is an adaptation to get our needs met, ultimately for survival. Now, what does that mean? Well, if, for instance, in our childhood, we have been led to believe, whether someone has directly or indirectly told us or shown us that we're unlovable, we, we will internalise that message and carry it with us throughout our adult lives, you know, our teenage years and our adult lives. And this will stay with us in every relationship. And it will be the magnet to what attracts other people into our lives. And this is what I want to talk about. So <clears throat> after I split up with my first love, um, we were together for six years, we were engaged. And at this point in my life, I like, we first got into that relationship when I was in my early 20s. And... Um, in my early 20s, I had very little confidence. I had no clue who I was. Um, I had very little self-worth. The thought of self-love, like, wouldn't even enter my mind. I, I, didn't eat, I didn't even have a clue that you could love yourself. I didn't even know that that was possible. Like, this is how little kind of self-awareness and self-worth I had. Now... I was also raised as a Jehovah's Witness, which some of you may know. And as a result of that, I've internalised a lot of shame around sexuality. Anyway, I basically um, ended up hurting that um, my fiancé pretty bad. Um, and when that relationship broke down, I I saw that as further proof that I'm a bad person, um, I'm unlovable. Like when people try to love me, I just I push them away. Like, I I'm I'm never going to be able to be in a healthy relationship where um, I feel loved unconditionally. And th this is the belief that I had when that relationship broke down. 
Now, I after that relationship broke down, I turned to what I've always turned to, and that was drink, drugs, and sex as a way to kind of basically escape the emotional pain that was in. Like, now when we're in emotional pain, it, it's deeply uncomfortable. We, we don't want to feel pain. And so we will reach for anything to basically distract us and um, take us out of that pain, whether it be momentarily or not. So for about uh, close to 18 months, I was going out getting pissed all the time and doing coke and basically trying to sleep with whoever I possibly could um, just to kind of give me that little like, validation here that, Actually, I I am okay. No, I am worthy. Um, and then that would wear off a few hours after they left <laughs> the next morning. And that, this was just a constant cycle from, from near on 18 months. And it wasn't until I actually reached a point where I was like, this is actually making me feel worse about myself. And I, I really need to start sorting my shit out. Anyway, I started um, looking on social media and, and being kind of intentional about who I could work with that would basically help me feel better about myself instead of just going out and getting pissed and, you know, doing what I'd always done, just, you know, escape my actual real problems. And I actually stumbled across um, a coach that... I actually worked with um, when I was a personal trainer um, and he just started um, helping men basically it, it was really to do with all kind of um, learning how to manage and process our emotions instead of doing what most men do and, and what we've been conditioned to believe we should do is to just suppress them, you know, actually learn to feel them and process them. Anyway, I started working with this coach and I've been working with him for about six weeks or so. And um, I started to feel better about myself. I started to kind of understand the reasons why I felt the way I did. And my need for like going out, getting pissed and doing coke and you know just having one night stands uh, wasn't as prominent. And a few weeks later, someone entered my life that I was just blown away by. Like I just was so attracted to her. Um, and if I'm honest, I thought I'd kind of fell head over heels. Now, she was actually in a relationship. Um, but th this attraction was so intense for me that I, I, I didn't really know what to do with it. Anyway, um, a few weeks later, I found out that she'd actually split up with her boyfriend. So... I reached out to her and, and messaged her. And anyway, long story short, we got speaking. At this point, when I entered the relationship, I was very aware of 
how people were judging me based on the breakdown of my previous relationship. Um, you know, the way that I'd behaved in, you know, some parts of that relationship, the hurt that I'd caused her. And so when this girl kind of entered my life, um, my kind of, one of my goals was to prove to everyone that I actually can be in a healthy relationship. Like I am lovable. I am a good partner. Like I am a decent person. And as a result of this kind of um, narrative that I wanted to put out there and, and kind of no, I, I really wanted to change people's minds that were judging me based on my, my previous relationship. And all this done was caused me to overgive, you know, just give absolutely everything I possibly could to this girl that had now entered my life you know, really show her that I am worthy, you know, do anything and everything I possibly could to help her to, you know, be this knight in shining armour, you know, save her from the emotional pain that she was in through her previous relationship breaking down, you know, just really be this amazing man that, like, swoops in and, like, you know, just... Prove to her that I am good enough. And I think a lot of us do this. A lot of us, when we have very little self-worth and have no love for ourselves, just, you know, have very low self-esteem and, like, very little confidence... We're always looking outside of ourselves to, to basically be reassured that we're good enough. And because we don't believe that we are good enough, no matter how much reassurance or validation or you know admiration or, or anything that anyone can give us just will not be enough. Like it it just it won't penetrate. And that's exactly what happened to me. Like, the more I gave, the more I felt like I had to give because you know, it, it was almost like I had to top the last thing that I'd done. And at this point, I was giving so much of myself that it left me open. It, it left me very vulnerable to be taken advantage of. And I'm not saying that I was taken advantage of. But what I'm saying is it, it left me so vulnerable to be taken advantage of that I was constantly anxious. And because I didn't believe that I was worthy, I, I was always looking for proof that 
she also didn't believe that I was worthy. You know, the, I was looking for proof that she found other people more attractive and, and wanted to be with them rather than me. And anyway, this, the, the relationship that I was in was everything that I was feeling and I was projecting onto her was also being mirrored back to me. She was also looking for proof that, <clears throat> that I was doing things behind her back and um, it, it just created such a toxic atmosphere that you know, neither of us were actually being authentic because both of us had this belief that because our last relationships broke down that you know we just weren't good enough and we weren't lovable and we were trying to prove to each other that to each other that we were lovable while not believing it ourselves so no matter no matter how much you know we tried to reassure each other it would never penetrate it would never land it just it was never enough anyway <clears throat> That relationship broke down within less than a year. I think it only lasted about nine or 10 months. And uh, no relationship breakdown is particularly nice, although some can, um, some can break down in healthier ways as opposed to <laughs> toxic ways. And the way our relationship broke down was very toxic. And it, it really... It brought me to my knees. Again, I turned to drink and drugs and sex and all sorts. I kind of had a um, had an addiction to porn and masturbation. And um, I, I was like really on this downward spiral of just trying to escape my life because I was just so miserable and so lonely. And th this... This part of my journey, I'm just, I can't express how much gratitude I have for it. I, again, once, once that relationship broke down, I remained single for about 18 months. But for the first close to a year, I was spending a lot of money on drink and drugs and Ultimately, this left me homeless. I couldn't afford the rent of my house anymore, so I decided to move into my personal training studio. Anyway, long story short, I I hit rock bottom. I was really in a dark place. And this one night, I say night, it was about 3 a.m., I was laying on my little sofa bed in my um, the upstairs of my gym, I was coked up. I was pissed. I was very emotional. I was on my own. Um, and I, I got off this sofa bed and just stared into this mirror. It was just, uh, <laughs> it was one of those wardrobe doors with like a mirror built in. Um, and it was just like propped up against the wall. And I just, I stared into this mirror and I was butt naked <laughs> you can understand you you can definitely understand why I was butt naked after what I just said about an addiction to masturbation and porn anyway I was staring into this mirror and I I was looking like directly into my eyes and I, I just started crying 
I just had all this emotion just like come over me. And I, in, in that moment, I felt so, like so sad for myself. I had so much like sadness and grief inside of me. And I can remember clear as day, this, whether it was a voice or a thought or whatever it was, popped into my head. And all I heard was, Dan, the reason why you are where you are now is because you don't love yourself. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. It literally took the wind out of me because in that moment, everything was like rushing through my mind, all these memories and you know, all these pictures of things that I'd done and the way that I'd hurt people and the way that I'd hurt myself and abandoned myself and like just the way I treated myself up until that point. was terrible. And it was so true. The reason why I was where I was was because I didn't love myself. And I truly believe that if that person hadn't entered my life and I hadn't have had such a such an unhealthy relationship and such a toxic breakdown of that relationship I don't know if I would be where I am today I, I don't know if I would have really like fully 110% committed to myself and committed to learning to love who I am and, and accept all of myself. I, I don't know. I, I can't answer that. Which is why I'm, I'm so grateful for, you know, that relationship and the, the breakdown specifically of that relationship. Because it, it hit me with truth. It opened my eyes to all the ways in which I'd abandoned and rejected myself. And it was like, it was like someone was holding my eyes open and forcing me to reflect on my whole life up until that point. You know, I, I could no longer turn away. I, I could no longer, you know, use social media for validation in that moment. I could no longer do a line of Coke or, you know, down a shot of Zambuca or, you know, have a one night stand. Like I was being forced to look at my whole life up until that point and how I treated myself. And it was fucking painful. And this is why I do exactly what I do with my work and my clients. Because my life has improved more than I could ever imagine. 
as a result of fully committing to learning to love myself. And the catalyst for the inspiration to really start doing this work and learning to like build a healthy love and relationship with myself was recognizing that first of all, I didn't love myself. And that only comes from the breakdown of that relationship and reaching rock bottom. And this is going to be the triggering part because if you have someone that you believe to be a narcissist in your life or you're in a relationship with someone that you believe to be a narcissist or you've just broke up with someone that you believe to be a narcissist, You have two choices. You can see this as proof that you're unlovable. Proof that you're not good enough. Proof that you're always going to be treated badly. Or you can start to look inside yourself. And start to get curious about why did I get in a relationship with this person in the first place? Why did I ignore the red flags that were evident? Why has previous relationships turned out the way that they've turned out? Why do I not hold boundaries and expect more from people and when people disappoint me and hurt me why do I stay with them and allow them to continue to hurt me now you can see this as victim blaming or you can see this as taking responsibility and taking back your power I chose the latter. And while it was deeply, deeply painful to recognize the truth of the fact that I didn't love myself and I'd allowed people to treat me the, the way that they treated me. And because I didn't love myself, I'd acted in ways that hurt other people that actually did just want to love me. until I could accept that truth. My next relationship would turn out exactly the same way. See, I believe that, and you may, you may have heard this, but I believe people enter our lives as a blessing or a lesson. And like I always say, everything starts 
and ends with you. Who you are, the way you're being, and how you're showing up in your life is attracting people and things to you. If you want to attract a better partner, you have to start being better for yourself. If you want someone to love you, accept you, and you know, respect you, you have to love, accept, and respect yourself. Now, I'm not saying that you have to love, accept, and respect yourself first in order for someone to come into your life that will do that for you. But you do have to actively be working on it. Because... Let's, uh, let's play devil's advocate here. If you have a lot of self-esteem, very high self-worth, like you're very confident in who you are, and a narcissist enters your life by you know some freak accident, and they start treating you poorly, Do you think that you would keep that person in your life? Absolutely not. The moment they started treating you like shit and like disrespecting you, you'd remove them from your life. Now, a narcissist knows who loves themselves and who respects themselves and will go in search of those people. Now, again, you could see this as victim blaming. Or you can choose to take this and recognize why certain people have entered your life and focus on learning to love yourself. Because the, the moment you even start learning to love yourself, your whole perception of just the world changes. You know, you will no longer accept things that you would have done previously when you weren't even trying to love yourself. You now, as, as soon as someone starts exhibiting like shitty behavior, you'll have enough confidence to be able to set a boundary. You know, you'll have enough confidence to remove them from your life because your worth won't be tied to this person being in your life. You won't need them. You won't need the validation from the relationship because you've got the, the healthy, loving relationship or you're building a healthy, loving relationship with yourself.
And when, when you're working on the relationship with yourself, nothing and no one will get in the way of that. Because the, the more you learn to accept and the more you learn to love yourself, the more you expect from others to love and accept you. And if they don't, you remove them from, from your life. You know, you, you're, you'll no longer be willing to keep people in your life that you know, just don't see your worth and, and value you and you know, want the best for you. And that this is why I believe that, you know, having very painful moments and, you know, relationships that are like, that really hurt you. This is why I believe that they are our biggest teachers. Because when we're in a lot of pain, and we can find the courage to accept that pain instead of distract and trying to escape that pain. Then we can take the time to actually start getting curious about how I've shown up in this relationship. You know, why did I do this instead of that? Why did I allow someone to do this to me? And not from a, a place of like self-blame or, or self-hatred, but from a place of like compassionate curiosity, from a place of you know, self-responsibility. And this is when everything will start to change for you. Now, anyone that enters your life that hurts you deeply can be your greatest teacher if you're willing to see them in that light. Now, obviously, this doesn't mean that you know it's a justification as to like why they've hurt you and oh, you know, it's a good thing. I, I I'm not I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is how you choose to see your circumstances will, will either empower you or disempower you. So I want to leave you with this. I believe that our pain is there for us to illuminate the parts of ourselves that need healing. And what do I mean by healing? That need our love. Our most fragile parts need most of our love. And the moment you decide 
to start learning to love yourself is the moment every other relationship in your life will transform. Mm. 